0: listener. Kickpod acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast. The Yulikit woolen clan of the Boon Wurong who are part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to our elders, past and present, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to the Kickpod, your M on the stuff that matters, but also the stuff that doesn't. One, two, three, four, three, four, three, four,
1: three, three, four.
0: Hi, Lorsi. Hello there. And hello, listeners. We are in London. Listeners. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Hi there! Our wonderful community. community. <laughs> Our wonderful. Com- I feel like it's funny when we call. Yeah, but I'm. I, you know, we're we're taking London, so who knows? Maybe we've got some new listeners who are just joining the community, exactly. and it just felt like you know the right <laughs> thing to say. But you're right; it didn't feel very natural. Um, but we are so excited. We have a another guest for you from London, and well, actually, actually, yeah, she said she was originally from London, but this person came up quite a lot when we reached out to you guys and wanted to know. Know who we should meet while we were over here. Sydney Cassidy came up quite a bit and for good reason. Uh, She founded Gym Girls Locker Room, which is a beautiful community of like-minded girls looking to build strength and confidence in the gym. And if you follow Sydney online, I think what I love most about following her is even for me, and Laws, you've spoken about this as well, like we have a fitness app, and yet can still find the gym a very intimidating place but what Sydney often uh, reflects on her page is that a lot of the time, everyone else in there is just getting their own thing done and she shows little snippets and little moments between other gym goers that show how supportive and encouraging it can be if you open up to it. Um, and I think that's just so beautiful because a, a very intimidating part of the gym is, is thinking that everyone else is just watching you and that's not true at all. But it's a Sydney's had quite an incredible journey um, with her fitness and like a relationship with movement and also herself. And so we talk through that and even the journey of being you know speaking to such a big community now um and how incredible and also daunting that can be as well she's amazing mm. and I think
2: when she she was so so generous with how much she opened up about her journey with her body yeah and herself and she's a queen it's the first podcast she's ever done I know I, I, I couldn't believe I, it you would never know but also like I feel very lucky yeah I feel very lucky <laughs> very very lucky so we hope you enjoy this conversation you will with a <laughs> real life angel
0: sydney welcome <laughs> to the kick pod Thanks for having me. I am just, I've been following you for a little bit now and I think, you know when you follow someone online and then you just become a little, a little bit quickly obsessed with them. Um, so I'm you really are not, not just a little bit, like Steph <laughs> talks about you all the time. No, stop. Seriously. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like really, really excited to have you here and just oh to God. get to know you really um,
1: in person. So hi. Hi. Well, this is special because this is my first podcast. So <gasps> this is a moment. Yeah! What? Wow. So this is a we moment. feel honoured. <laughs>
2: Thank you, and also that face you just did. Yes. That, can you explain it? How do you? What kind? It's like the look down.
1: I don't the, know. That you know what? That's not even a conscious thought. <laughs> so now I'm gonna have to just like. Take a moment to analyze. It's, that like, and it's think. like, it's
2: cool. A, you know, it's like a, you're making you know, me feel yeah. like I wish I could do that. So, we, <laughs> Alice, who works with us, who also loves you, yeah, she oh is God. 21 yeah. and she is, does all of our she does. TikTok. She's, she's she got sick. all of it. And she'll tell us to do faces like that. And yeah. we just, she,
1: by the end of like, okay, we're going to, we're going to try something. We're going to try this. something. But you else. just,
2: that was so cool. I was like,
1: oh, oh yeah. I, I've always been like a super expressive person. I think that's it. Like you see those girls where they like, like I absolutely, when I'm older, will have like lines galore. But it's fine. Character. Yes. Yeah, character. Yeah. Exactly. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Take us back to
0: the start. For any um, of our listeners who, who don't know you, yeah. um, would love to get to know your backstory. So fitness Where did you start with fitness? How was it? How was your relationship
1: with movement growing up? I was always super active as a child. Not like to the extent of like, it was my life. Mm. I was like a child, like athlete. (laughs) But my parents always growing up kind of very much like encouraged a really healthy relationship with it. They were always like, you need it to relieve your stress. I am by nature a stress head. Like, I always get super like worked up. And so they always kind of instilled that as like a healthy, coping mechanism uh so I did like I did it all I did like cycling like competitively and then I did like cross country and swimming I did it all but I very much like lost my way with it as I feel like a lot of people do throughout like uni mm-hmm. teenage years um to a point where I like wasn't working working out or doing or moving my body at all mm. and in fact I was like actively like avoiding it um and then I got into it you know I would say when I talk about, like, when my health, like, fitness journey started, I really mean, like, this era of (laughs) fitness, you know, as, like, an adult, um, Mm. and I feel like that was, that really started for me when I was in a really low place, um, probably, when was that, like, I started going, like, Mm, November 21 Mm -hmm. so it's not been long at all and I just started going to the gym because I was like I need to kick myself out of this like I really can't do anything right now can't get out of bed and I just was really really far from like the kind of person I'd always like wanted to be Mm. and felt I had potential of being so I just was like all right let's do it and then I just fell in love with it Utterly, like, and completely. Mm. And, yeah, so now gym's my thing. And I genuinely couldn't imagine, like, not having it in my life. Yeah. it's So that point where
0: you said that you went from, you know, trying everything as a kid and then completely stopping. Yeah. How long was that for? And what was it that stopped you from wanting to move?
1: Well, I... I So I think it's just very natural, like when you're a teenager, you're just like, oh, partying and mm. like hanging out with my friends and stuff like that. Um, I am quite an all or nothing kind of person by nature. Mm. And so I had been like competing in like cycling and I was like really fit and I mm. enjoyed like so much of it, like so much of who I am now as like even a creator. Um, and like what I put out there is because of cycling, which we can we can get into later. But... Um, yeah, I I would say it was, like, a good few years. Like, well, it was probably from, like, 16 to what? How old was I in 21? Like, 23. Mm. So, yeah, just distractions. And when you went to the gym in November 21, was it November 21? Is that what you said? That's, I think so, okay. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, did you get straight into strength training and what was it that kind of brought you to? Because I, I absolutely love the way you champion strength training and feeling yeah. strong because for me – my relationship with strength training has gone on quite a journey because I've always liked it. However, when I was modeling, I was literally told to stop doing it so yeah. that I could be smaller and yeah, yeah, lose yeah. measurements. And so for years I had this fear of like getting too bulky or being uh-huh. too muscly yeah. as a woman and um it was really it was a shame because it was something that I really enjoyed. And ever since being back into it, I can see all the amazing benefits and I feel so empowered and and strong and I love it. But I wonder if you ever had that.
1: Did you ever go through anything like that with strength training? What, with regards to, like, thoughts like, about it yeah. and that sort of thing? Yeah, I mean, I feel like all of us kind of young women are in an, like, trying hard to unlearn, mm. like, things that we've just had instilled from, like, mm. the media and even just, like, you know, our friend, friends and yeah. like, growing up in schools and that sort of thing. So, yeah, I've always been definitely the same. And, like, you know, naturally I'm not ever – I will never be a skinny mm. like person. I will never even really be like slim. I remember as a child, it was like that sort of skinny, like sh- heroin, like chic sort of look. And all the girls, I, I remember it so vividly. Like at school, all the girls would wear like the high waisted hot pants, and like it was all about the thigh gap. And I like I rem- I just remember being really like un- having really unhealthy weight like patterns of thinking then. Mm. Like as you know such a young girl um and yeah, it's just it is so empowering now to just be like in a completely different headspace and I feel like as well now we kind of champion like all these different shapes yeah. and sizes, whereas yeah, and it's we really I think there's a lot of like resistance of like, no, don't follow a body trend like just embody what what you want and for me, that's like strength training and that's where I feel like powerful and yeah, but like going back to what you said earlier, like I very much started on the cardio machines. And I was like, Arr. you know, and like, okay, and maybe I went to the gym once or twice throughout that period with a boyfriend or something like that. But I was like, very much glued to the like, cardio machines and I was not coming off, the, off of those. And it was very much, like for me, a measure of like, how successful the session was, was like, how much have I s- sweated? Mm. Like, how much am I like, burning fat and like, mm. all this, you know, and quite like, obsessive, very toxic, like, pa- like ways of thinking. Um, and then, if I think about it, I'm like, okay, how did I get into strength training? I think it was that, honestly, I actually met this like guy at the gym, mm. was completely uh, unaware of like gym community. And I met this guy at the gym and he was like, you're really strong. And I kind of knew that, I kind of knew that I was from cycling. So I was always a sprinter. Um, I've got like big, powerful, powerful fires and stuff like that. But I never really like embraced it. It's kind of always been like, yeah, okay, cool. Like whatever. Um, And he really said like, what are you doing lifting these weights like get the weight up high and I was like oh and I feel like there's a real thing of like women being mm. like oh I don't want to like but I don't want to lift heavy like mm. you know and um yeah he really had like a profound sort of impact on me and then I kind of just run with it and then yeah it became like what it is now but I think it was like that one person so thank you Tim. <laughs> That's amazing. And, and it's crazy
2: with com- like building confidence in the gym. Like I have, we've recently just launched a gym program with Kik and it's crazy because like we run this fitness app. Yeah. We've like, I'm very, I'm a runner. So like, I love running so much. I don't know if I could live without it. Well, I'm sure I could, but I, it's my thing. It's my, <laughs> yeah, thing. it's like Steph strength training, I'm running. <laughs> but I've really enjoyed like building, cause even for running, like building up strength is so important. I love feeling strong, but I found walking into the gym, like Mm -hmm. I I follow the program and everything, but the first few sessions I was like – like a fish out of water yeah it's it, the confidence that you and, and it's interesting like I know no one looks at you but you feel like everyone's looking at you mm. and then especially because I don't know what it's like in the UK but in Australia still the strength areas are so dominated by men yeah that they're like I'm like oh are you judging me like because uh, I'm not lifting a lot I'm like I'm just starting my journey and I want to say all this stuff to them but obviously I don't I'm just put my head I've got now really big headphones I bring to the gym so then no one kind of talks yeah. me. you do feel really intimidated and it almost feels like there's this invisible wall because I was the same, like, Going on, I do love treadmill running though, but kind of going on when I first started at the gym like years and years ago, I would just go on like the um, so-called the thing that goes step trainer. No, not step trainer. Oh, cross, trainer cross trainer.
1: trainer.
2: Yeah. And it felt like there was this invisible wall into the strength
0: area mm-hmm. and they're like, you yes. have to be an expert yep. to Yeah, enter. you can't go in the strength, tr- like, area and pick up, like, three kilos or something. Yeah, exactly. or, like, or like shame around
1: it. I remember being, like, well, I can't go into an area or I can't do anything where I have to have, like, three seconds of, like, looking at, like, oh, how does it work, you mm. know? Like, I was, like, and I think this is part of me, and I'm sure a lot of people will relate, being a perfectionist, being, like, no, I can only do it unless I'm perfect. And I really let go of that. But, like, yeah, I think just – that's why that's what I try to like get across with my content is like Mm. you just you just don't even understand that that is just like although that's going on in your head that is just not the reality of how it is like everyone that is there is probably equally just like looking at themselves thinking like what am I doing or or actually not even concerned like they are just yeah thinking about what they're doing and yeah it's it's just a whole thing and it's a journey that like everyone goes on but yeah yeah it's. I definitely relate to the whole like being like I can't even step into that area. Like I can't even do that. Feels like that, hey? Yeah, it definitely does. And I, w- I wanted
2: to ask you as so well. You touched on before around kind of the diet culture in mm. in the UK, yeah. but it's really like. I mean, I don't know a country where where it doesn't exist, and especially for women, the pressure to look a certain way. I remember because for us, we we grew up to Like when we were probably a little bit older, when the kind of heroin chic look was in, and I'm yeah. like, all of those like horribly triggering messages of like sweat is fat crying like all of those hot like to even say it out and it yeah. makes me quiver like yeah. to say that out loud but that's yeah. what it was and it was like yeah if you don't go to the gym you're not sweating like it's not a workout etc and I remember like spending so much time like searching on YouTube for like thigh gap workouts which mm. is like so but it was like that was the thing that it was like you have to have this or like you're not worthy like it's so wrong it's mm-hmm. so so wrong how how did you work through that. Mm. And at what age did you start to, because I think uh, as, as women and obviously someone that grew up really sporty and Steph and I were the same, like I didn't actually think about my body. I just really liked sport. Yeah. I was gonna and then say. there was a moment where it was like, oh no, now I think about my body and I think about what it looks, not what it can do.
1: Yeah. That's really funny you say that actually, because I was always super aware of my body. Even when I was racing, like in cycling, you wear like skin suits. Mm. it's very fitted Lycra. And I, rem- I actually you know, now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh damn, you know, 14, 15. I was like hyper aware mm-hmm. of my body. My body has always been more like shapely as well, especially when I was younger. And I was like, just like enamored by like these girls who had like very skinny figures, um, thigh gaps, you know, very flat stomachs. And I've always been athletic. I've not even like really, yeah, it's been weird, but um, I would say oh God, I just think social media has had such, like, it gets such a bad rep. but I feel like social media has had such a like good impact on like the way that I think about my body. And now there's so much more, you have so much like more exposure to, if you choose to like make it a Mm -hmm. good thing, you have so much exposure to like people that are like empowered by like being strong and muscular. And for me, certainly when I started my fitness journey, like, in 2021 and when I picked it back up I I was just like the way I actually fell into like content creation was I was just like I wanted to make a separate account just mm. so that I could completely be surrounded by gym content and I saw like these really powerful women and I was like oh my gosh wait that's what I have like in me already like I'm like that and so I'd love to be like oh yeah I, I discovered it by myself but I didn't it was like actually seeing people um having like These like new sort of like role models and people Mm. that are like embracing their strength. Whereas I feel like Mm. growing up, I didn't have that Mm. at all. Mm. And like I'm not even that old. I'm like 26, Mm. just turned. Um, (laughs) We're we're definitely older than you. So you're we're young. So you're. (laughs) I'm just gonna keep saying I'm young. I'm like 18. Young to somebody. Um, But yeah, so I feel like I definitely didn't have like role any strong role models like muscular role models growing up. So I think. Yeah, that's, that's probably actually what changed my, just like seeing to believe, oh, wow, this beautiful woman who has muscles and like really like lovely, like shoulder, like muscular shoulders. Mm. It's just completely different now. So, you know, I'm really hopeful for like the next generation. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: I mean, it just shows the power of community as well, and surrounding yourself with others and being able to relate to others. And so, talk to us about speaking of the power of community. You have done an incredible job with your own. So, talk to us about Jim Girls Locker Room.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, as a creator and like the Mm. community I was building there, like just you know, as my own followers, I feel like they, I could tell I had like a really engaged audience, like actually really like believe in like what I'm talking about, which honestly. I just speak from the heart. I'm just trying to, I'm on my own growth journey. That's why I called it to grow. Cause I was just like, I just want to be like the best human I can be. And I think there's a lot of people really relate to that. Mm. And yeah, um, found a lot of help there. And then I remember, I'm not sure how far into it, but let's say a year ago, I remember feeling like, Oh, I can't answer these DMs now. Like, you know, there was this like real transition. And I remember being like, I just feel like there's not a space for women to have a back and forth dialogue. I'm receiving everything and I'm hearing what people are saying, but I feel like there's not really anything out there. A lot of like communities will like place product at the top. Mm-hmm. And then it's like community where it's, like, and it wasn't even a strategic thing. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, I'm going to try and like come up with this brand. It was actually just such a, natural thing for me to just be like I was just on a TikTok like um guys I've just had this idea what about if we create this like Facebook group we could come up with a name that we all like and we could join it and just talk to each other me thinking like okay yeah like a few hundred of us will join and it'll be like really special and we can just say like oh what how does Gymshark sizing come up Mm. or how can we grow our glutes and you know those sorts of things what what meals do you use for meal prepping? And then I set it up. Um, it was great. It was lovely. And I kind of just honestly forgot about it. I, it was in the background, but I was just kind of like, it was the beauty of it is it's this f- private Facebook group. Yeah. We ended up calling it Gym Girls Locker Room, which the commu- my community like named it and did like a poll for it. Um, but it really just runs itself, you know? Well, it did. And then fast forward a year, it's kind of got like, well, it's just grown into this beast that's like beyond me um, in the best kind of way. And there's like 150,000 women worldwide that are just on this like Facebook private group. And it's the most wholesome, sweetest community. Like they just really like rally behind each other. They encourage each other. And um, yeah, I guess in the past few months, we've kind of like looked at it like me and my team and we've been like oh let's like push this even further let's offer like community events so we had our first event yeah how did it go it was unreal like I because I've never because I've never really offered like a product or like a plan or anything I had no expectation of like what to you know so we put 100 tickets up and it sold out in one minute and I was like oh okay um but yeah it's really special and it's kind of just come very like naturally it's I feel like yeah it was kind of what the community wanted and needed um and like people have made friends on it and like met up with each other in like their areas and yeah it's just really sweet so
0: it's so beautiful i mean so much of what you're saying we um we we can definitely relate with with our own community as well it is it's quite beautiful when you create something quite organically just out of something that you've experienced yourself and wanting to connect yeah. with others and then when it grows to this this place that you see them supporting each other without you necessarily having yeah. to it's It's quite beautiful. And I mean, I often visit our own community when I need that extra motivation or anything as well, so can definitely relate to that. But but congratulations. It is truly awesome One, two, three, four. I Do want to go back to the gym intimidation? It's something that we speak about quite a lot. and especially with a lot of our community, um, for a lot of them, it's their first time kind of going into the gym. They might have joined Kick and have been working out from home and now they're looking at, you know, maybe, embracing their strength training and taking it to the next level and they're doing the lift program as we were talking about earlier even for people like us who have a fitness company it's still really intimidating going into that strength area yeah so what are some of your tips that you've shared with your community
1: you tell i need these <laughs> tell me <you> all of them <laughs> um so i feel like a lot of it comes out of like the comfort zone so you have to you kind of have to understand that like it's going to feel uncomfortable and little things you know like it's just all the way you think about it like you've really got to be like tell yourself like it's fine like go in sort of thinking like I'm I'm good I'm fine I've got this but then also just stuff like do what you enjoy if that just means to begin with going and like I don't know being on the battle ropes Mm -hmm. and then leaving like I think really just try and like relieve yourself of like any pressures of like I should I should be doing everything all at once and I should be doing it all and like I'm gonna go four times a week it's very easy to be like that but just like chip away at it be kind to yourself don't see it as a chore see it as like wow what a blessing I'm actually like going to like move my body and treat my body the way like it deserves to be a lot of it I think is actually about like the mental the mental game of it Mm. and just psyching yourself up for it and just going and also, don't feel, like, the pressure, although, like, we all talk about, like, going into the weights area, like, mm. and feeling empowered. Impa- don't, like, don't worry. If, mm. like, for you, stepping across, like, the door yeah, of the gym is enough and doing 15 minutes, like, then that's good enough mm. and that's fine. And, like, actually be, like, proud of yourself that you've done that and then next time maybe a little bit longer or like a little bit longer. But I just think like when you and I know for myself, like when you put that pressure on yourself, it's just like that's when it feels like overwhelming. I also really believe, and I know this is hard for the introverts, <laughs> um, but I really believe in like you are what you put out. So like everyone's always saying to me, how are you making these gym friends wherever you go? Like, and it's like, because I I I put that out. Like mm. I am that annoying girl that kind of is just like smiling. Yeah. <laughs> everyone. Hello, friend. Um, but yeah, and I, you will receive it back. And it's been funny because I've actually, I always grew up in London and then I've moved to Manchester. And so as someone who like always advocates for like the gym welcomes everyone and like, you shouldn't feel nervous. Like da, 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 I've actually really gone through a lot of like gym anxiety yeah. in these past months, being in a like whole new area where I know I do not know anybody. Mm. So I've kind of like been revisiting that all myself. And I think, Yeah. So those sort of things I've just touched on, they've really helped me, but know that everyone else is thinking exactly the same, like genuinely. I think
0: that's what I love about what you put out there when you are in the gym and you're, you're showing those kind of like friendly um, moments with everyone is that all of these things, it's like, you think that you walk in the gym and everyone else is going to judge you for what weight you put on or like how you do something. But more often than not, they're there absolutely open to support you or um help you if you need and I just I love that you share those moments because yeah. you almost don't know they exist until you can see it for yourself so.
1: yeah I think as well like I sometimes if I am feeling really like oh I'm feeling a weird vibe like I just kind of like itching to kind of just break that almost like full wall. like I'll just I'll just ask people like random stuff I'll just be like is anyone using this and then it's just like a op- then you've kind of like proved Opened yourself it. like mm-hmm. oh okay it's fine Everyone here is chill. Or, like, I'll be like, oh, can I work in with you, you know? Mm. And then when you, the moment you do that, you've kind of just, like, come down to
0: this mm. line. So, yeah. And for um, our benefit, because we are still growing confidence in this area, how did you get confident filming yourself in the gym? Oh, <laughs> um, oh my God. I can't,
2: I've, got, I've even got a sticky thing on the back of my phone to put it on the try mirror. Try and make it discreet. <laughs> yeah, but I'm still laughing because people look, they always, they, they, everyone,
1: people judge. Everyone... Everyone's probably just looking because they're curious or they don't have the confidence themselves. Mm. Um, I think I just send it even more when I feel nervous. (laughs) I'm just like, all right, fine. (laughs) Let me just whack it up. Put it up. Um, I don't know. It is a thing. But yeah, maybe you go, you know what actually really helps? Going at certain times of the day. Like you go 9am, there's no one there. So then you can just help your camera then. But I would, oh my gosh, I would die doing it at, like, rush hour. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I would die. I'll take that tip of, you know, just taking it up a notch, because I definitely whisper. I'm like, okay,
2: sorry. I'm going to say, like, you <laughs> can People tell when I'm nervous. That's weird, because they're like, well, who is she doing? whispering to? No, do you know just what saying? you do? yourself
1: up? You can put uh-huh. your headphones in, and then, like, pretend you're on the phone. Like, ah! like yeah, I don't nice. know. But I, you can tell, what, I look at my footage back sometimes, and I'm like, girl, you can tell that I'm nervous, because I'm kind of like, Gu- guys, what are we going to do now? And then, <laughs> and then suddenly I'm I'm, like, projecting, but, yeah. You seem really confident. Do yeah. You feel, do you feel confident? Um, no. It's funny because I've, I, there's, you know, I feel like we're all, like, we're all a product of, I, I feel like I'm many, many versions of myself, right? So, I feel like I'm Sid Groves, and I also feel like I'm Sydney, and, like, you know, by nature, I'm actually... As a child, girl, I was very shy. My dad once sent me an email, rogue, but he sent me an email and was like, oh, you know, I just think about you being like the little girl that like used to cry at the side of the swimming bars and like the journey you've been on. And yeah, I know, kind of wholesome, It's kind of cute. But yeah, I, I think it's like something you like confidence you have to really like, it's something you actually have to exercise. And my grandma... God, I'm getting, I'm telling you all the anecdotes, but my grandma, she said, I, cause I did at my graduation, I did the, um, I got asked to do like the speech and I was like, yeah, I was crapping it. Like I was really worried, but I knew I wanted to do it. I knew that that's like something I really wanted to do. And she just said, and it had like, it really stuck out in my mind. She was just like, just be the other girl, like just be the other girl, step into her. So, you know, like even this, this is very out of my comfort zone. Like just, I just step into a part of myself that like the other Sydneys. That's, <laughs> what I, that's
2: what I do. I, when sure. I walk I walk into something, I always find that like obviously self-doubt is always there and it's like, and I try to reframe it. as like, it's trying to hold me back yeah, pushing out of my comfort zone, like protecting me. So I'm like, I thank it. And then I'm going to leave you at the door yeah. because like, I'm choosing to step out of my comfort zone. Absolutely. But you do have to step in and out of different, and it doesn't mean that you're being fake or you're no, not being real. No. It's like,
0: it's okay to have those different characters. Well, yeah. you wouldn't be the same Laura in a boardroom as you would at a community event. Like No, you just exactly. But you're still Laura in both situations. So it makes sense.
1: Yeah. It's something I, especially since like, you know, the whole content creation thing mm-hmm. as well. Like people, I, I, I even have these like worries and insecurities. I'm like, oh, I really hope people don't like put me on this pedestal. You know, mm. I am really, I'm a very sensitive person. I'm very like vulnerable at times. I have like... I even the other day I had a flat tire. I was crying like oh my god so you know it's like that stuff is so stressful it is also so triggering like it is why I'm
2: the same mm. I, I get so overwhelmed and I can't deal with it mm. someone,
1: someone messaged me when she was like girl I get you I've had cancer twice and nothing gets me upset like a flat tie oh my <laughs> god <It's> like, okay <laughs> but yeah um yeah I think it's just like Realizing that, like, it's all just part of the human experience. Mm. So, you have to, like, yeah, you have to really consciously leave. You have, like, that kind of anxiety and, like, that kind of feeling of, like, oh, I don't, I can't do it, like, whatever. That's, like, a full sense of security. Like, you need to push for it. And I do. And it's kind of like a muscle. You work it and then, you know, you get better at it.
2: What work did you do along the way? If anyone listening right now that's really struggling with their confidence and they are trying to work on it, but they don't know what to
1: do, what did you do? I feel like, my confidence it's been a long long journey um but I feel like my lack of confidence has always been rooted in like low self-worth which I feel like I'm only just getting to a point of like oh okay you know I really really sat in like a lot of like lack mindset what made you feel like that Mm. um I don't know you know I'm still not even sure what the root of it is but just really feeling like I'm not good enough. And I feel like my, you know, that's why I just, I feel like social media has had such a positive infa- impact on me. And I'm not saying like the compliments or anything has is like why I feel better, but just like it's allowed me to see like, the goodness I have in myself that I wasn't able to see you know um but I feel like yeah it's just something you really have to just work on and like I've done it like therapy has really helped me Mm -hmm. I've to be honest stayed doing it so I was going my like real I would say rock bottom was kind of 2020 end of 2021 and I needed it like really badly then um, but then since then I've just i found it really helps me it helps you kind of just unpack things in your life I have it like weekly um, and I feel like it helps you kind of get to know yourself better I really am in touch with like myself and I, I'm able to just think about oh well why am I feeling that way you know mm-hmm. almost like take yourself out for a moment it's th- a journey.
0: <laughs> I think what you said before about social media and, and, and within your community as well is it's helping you see yourself through other people's eyes and lens right yeah. and as much as you know we want to get to a point where we can also be our own cheerleader because that's important mm-hmm. it's still okay to also rely on other things externally to get you there and I just I think I just want to take a moment to say that the reason you are who you are and like that you are where you are with your community and everything that you're doing is because you're authentically your true self. And Mm. it is like, I admire you so much and I think you're fantastic. So
1: thank you. I hope that you, you know, feel really, really proud. Yeah. It's hard to accept, but I, I, I do know that I am, like, living more authentically. That's not something I've always been. So I think
2: we're still working on it, but I'm getting there. But, yeah. You know what the most beautiful thing about what you do is, from following you, like, you show up as you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I try to. Hundreds of thousands of people love you. Mm. Yeah. As you. Like, you're not showing up as, like, you know, someone
1: else. Mm. Well, that's why I think I'm like, oh, bloody hell. Like, that must be so hard for people that, like you know this classic stereotype Mm. like influencer is like very fake and I'm like god that must be exhausting because like I just initially when I first started content creation like I on when I was doing TikToks and stuff I did one video that you know like the whole mic'd up Mm -hmm. stuff Mm -hmm. that isn't that wasn't really a thing then and I think maybe perhaps I was like one of the first people to do it and I, I wasn't actually mic'd up it was just like I'd caught this really lovely wholesome interaction with this lady and um so many people were like oh my gosh like da, 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 like being really complimentary and i was like oh well that's just me so then i leaned into it more and i think i've just my audience have really helped me kind of just through my process by like just leaning into myself more and so over time you know those parts that i really find hard to be with and to sit with and to like put out to an audience i i've just learned to like just put actually show those parts like a big part for me sorry if we're going on a tangent, but a big part for me is like, I, I've struggled really badly with hormonal acne. I've got PCOS and for me, it just affects me that way. And like, oh my gosh, that like is so destroying. I really like that really, ugh, the acne hurts. It hurts. And I, I'd hide it for so long and then like, and you know, just spin out about it. And then I just decided one day I was like, screw this. I'm just going to put it on camera. And I just came up with my story and I was just had a little cry and I was like, I'm so over this. And, um, you know, that really like bought my shadow out Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah. So it made me, made it easier to accept. And now I'm just like, oh, you know what? I'm doing myself a disservice not to just like accept myself Mm -hmm. and to also like reduce myself down to like that insecurity, Mm -hmm. you know? There's so much more to me.
0: A hundred percent. And whilst obviously like when you have the world watching, it is important to like find your own boundaries and you don't have to share everything. But I have found over the years, the more layers I've kind of stripped back and the, the more masks I've like thrown in the bin, it's a huge relief it's like you as you said it's a lot of work to constantly put these masks up but they do you put them up because you have those insecurities because you're scared of the people if they knew the real you weren't weren't gonna like
1: yeah yeah but then actually yeah the whole process of kind of showing those parts on social media Mm -hmm. are really really powerful for Mm -hmm. the creator and the funniest part is you really expect people to be like oh god that's awful, Sydney. Look at your look at your skin. Look at your like whatever. And then they don't say anything, or they or they're actually really confident. Like I like I growing up, I was so insecure about my nose because I've got like a really I've got like a strong nose, and my mum's always like oh, I I love it. It looks like a Roman nose. Like it's very powerful, beautiful. But like growing up, I got teased to the end of the world like talk uh, about my nose and then like you know through social media everyone's like you know I get a lot of comments of people being like I love your nose it's so beautiful and it's like oh okay you know it's just it's all perspective mm-hmm. it's all perspective and it's just like yeah you gotta let go of it because it it truly what I'm learning now is it like it's truly doing yourself a disservice mm. like it's that weird thing of like, why do we look in the mirror? This is what I've been thinking recently. Like, why do we look in the mirror, and then we just focus on the bad parts? Yeah. There's so much more. Like, there's, there's like so much more to us. So yeah, society it's learned,
2: conditions us it's to be learned. like, I'm not good enough, and then it sells us all of these things. Like, literally, yeah. the diet industry like is fueled off Hating telling people of that they're not good enough. Yeah, yeah, I know. And it's not, it's so hard because it it is like a, so many young women in particular go through that journey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it, it would, ne- if you go through any journey, like it's never anyone's fault. It's like, absolutely not. But we feel like it is, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's because everything we see around us is telling us that we're not enough. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And so we have to put the work in then, but it is, it's a really tough thing to kind of face and, and, and do.
1: Yeah. I know, I know there's like, certainly like when I was posting as well, I don't know if you guys had the same thing, but. You know like when you look in a mirror you're seeing you're not even seeing the actual reality you're seeing a flipped version of yourself that's not Mm -hmm. even what you look like say for example if you were going to talk about like aesthetics and then it's like being able to see myself almost from like a third person perspective was really helpful and I know there's like little things I've kind of picked up along the way of like my own growth journey of like you know printing out a little photo of you as a child and like sitting on your mirror and just like really trying to just be gentle with yourself and I think it's so easy to just like look under a microscope like at yourself but tell us about the photo what that's that's such a nice thing to do I think for me it's just like like you are that little girl Mm. like you're being so harsh on yourself and you're being so mean and you're pulling yourself apart and like I look at myself as a child and like you know say I'm referring to my nose it's like I look so cute with like my nose like that and it makes me like who I am and I think it just allows you to kind of just think of her and like, I know there was actually a TikTok trend at the moment um, or like a while ago with um, Billie Eilish, especially with like the whole Barbie mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, honouring that little girl that's inside of you, that's still inside of you and it's like just just being truly like gentle with yourself. So if you just have it there or like even write, write a little note I know like do you know Millie you know Millie G yeah so she does like Millie's mantras and she puts them on the mirror and it's just like have so- have stuff like prominently there so you're always kind of taking it in is it is a, it's, a ho- it's hard work like it's hard work drowning improving it. Yeah. yourself mm-hmm. and yeah exactly so but yeah i just i think that's so sweet or like having it as your uh, wallpaper
0: i think it's actually such a beautiful exercise cuz uh, i do remember as well um i always speak about me as a kid being super, super confident, which I absolutely was. However, there was like – I've got a birthmark on my thigh that absolutely as a kid I was teased so much about I'd put a Band-Aid. If I was ever in a bikini, I had to put a Band-Aid on it or I'd cover it up with my hand in in school. And then when I started modelling, it was getting edited out. So it was just like even more, you know, this is not something, you know. But – and I think back now and now I don't even – I don't even think about it. Like I don't at all. It could be in a photo and it just doesn't cross my mind. But it makes me so sad of like those – those times where I would have felt like shit just because of what other people
1: and kids are so cruel. I was about to say the same <laughs> damn thing. Kids are so mean. Yeah, yeah. So mean. Like, and I think a lot of it does come back. If you do think about the root of it, you're like, it's just, Oh, yeah, it's, it's, from, with you. it's from really like, like t- tiny things. And it's so funny, actually. I like flipping it on its head. So I, I, so it's what you choose to pay attention to. Right. Mm, so mm. like I post, I, I'll post like a mirror photo or something. And, someone will be like, I, Sydney, I respect you so much for showing your cellulite. You're like, oh my girl, I didn't even notice all that cellulite. Is like. <laughs> isn't that, isn't that the, the- it's like,
2: it, it, that, that backhanded is, yeah, compliment. We'll often send them to each other, like because I don't reply because I know they they're trying they're trying to mean well. But yeah, it's of like, course. Yeah, like I love like some people write like I like I love you your tummy rolls like that. It yeah, makes me feel you're good so about, brave. Yeah, and I'm like they just it's just I'm my just body sitting here. Yeah, but like I now yeah it's so true. Yes. yeah,
1: and I think it just really illustrates that actually it's so like. It's so what you give oxygen to. And it's actually not like, yeah. So I just find that quite funny. I get them all the time. It's like, wow, um, you're so brave. But like, uh, it's just the most random stuff. I'm like, thanks. That wasn't even on my brain for sure. Sydney thank
2: you so much for joining us Mm, you are just a bundle of joy and we feel so lucky that we got to sit down with you we're so we're just just so excited to be be over here and um (laughs) as as we said like we've followed you from Australia like we love everything that you do so much so thank you for taking the time and sharing all of your incredible wisdom with our community thanks for
1: having me it's been fun thank you
0: (laughs) Thanks so much for listening, guys. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you ever want to get involved with our podcast, maybe we're talking about a segment, you have something relatable you want to chat about, a DNM, questions, um, please send your voice notes or your stories to us at KickPod, where you can DM us directly. Um, and you can also keep up with everything that we're doing on the podcast there as well. You can see the video content that we share and any other questions or updates. And we want to get you guys involved.
2: You sure can. And (laughs) if you want to find out more about Kik, you can learn more at kickapp.com. You can download the app on the Google Play or the Apple Store. We have got a free seven-day trial. And you can find us on Instagram at Smith at laurie.henshaw and on TikTok at Kik. We will chat to you soon. Bye.